AFR On Demand is brought to you by Breck Golf. Try Beaver Creek today, just 20 minutes from downtown Baton Rouge in the Zachary area. They've got a PGA Tour driving range, a short game practice area, 30 to 40-yard practice shots. It's a great place to chip and putt and practice if you don't have time for a full round. Book your tee time today, golf.breck.org, golf.breck.org. Matt Moscona. I'm very important. After further review. Say one more time. After further review with Matt Moscona. And here we go. ESPN Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria. <laughs> Live from, from the Mercedes Benz of Baton Rouge Studios. Hour three, off we go. Welcome aboard. Glad you're with us. AFR presented by the Aesthetic Medicine and Anti-Aging Clinics of Louisiana. I'm Matt. This is Shaq O'Neal, and I hate Matt. Paul O'Neill. They're chanting Paul O'Neill's name. Ben Musso. We're here. Glad you are as well. So you heard Musso there at the top of the hour. Finally, an LSU Tiger has heard his name called in the draft. Cole Henry comes off the board uh, about the middle of round two. So, um, it, let's see. I'm scrolling back here to find uh, find it. He comes off at number 55 overall. So, he was, what, fi- the four, 14th, 15th pick? Go ahead. 18th pick. The, all right, so the 18th pick of round two. I'm doing this on the fly here because this happened there during the top of the hour. So, Cole Henry comes off the board, 55 overall to the Washington Nationals. Um, Did you look up who they took in round one? That's what I'm doing right now. Okay. So the Nationals, um, they select Cole Henry, 18 overall. So yesterday, let's see, the Nationals took... um, I'm scrolling. Forgive me. We're doing this on the fly because this this just happened in the top of the hour. Um, Looks like they took a high school prospect. Uh, Cade Cavalli. Uh, that's Cade Oh, it's from, from Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Forgive me. Writing Cade, that guy. Cade Cavalli from Oklahoma. So that's back-to-back pitchers that they've taken there. Okay. Um, what was the slot for Cavalli? Do you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cavalli's slot, he was, let's see, 3 million. Okay. Overall, three, 3 million. So it's interesting. So the Nationals are loading up on arms. So they took Cade Cavalli of Oklahoma with the 22nd pick. His slot's 3 million, you said? Correct. I'm doing this, like I said, I'm doing this on the fly because I'm trying to do the math in my head. So Cole Henry at 55 overall, his slot is $1.3 million. It's hard for me to imagine that... It's hard for me to imagine that the Nationals would have used this pick without some assurances that Henry was going to sign. That is unless if you have a circumstance where... The owners are trying to save money, and they know there's a guy that's not going to sign, so they take a prospect, they know they can't sign, and they essentially save that money. Now, you don't get it back, but you don't have to spend it. Um, Cole Henry's going to have an interesting decision to make, and maybe the fact that they took him tells us that he's made that decision, but... The numbers that we were hearing leading up to the draft was that Cole wanted $2 million. That was his number. And if 
if he's willing to come off that two million, one point three ain't a bad ain't a bad place to settle, man. To sign your name on a piece of paper and make one point three million. Now, of course, it's worth noting this year he'd get a hundred k and he'd get the other one point two over the next two years. So hundred k this year, then six hundred k next year, and then six hundred the following, which isn't a bad way to go about it. But in any event, Cole Henry's going to have to make a decision. How firm are you on that number? Are you willing to come off? Is it worth taking 1.3, that cash in hand? Or do you come back to LSU, pass on the 1.3, come back to LSU, try to increase your draft stock to where next year you might be a first-round guy, where maybe you're a middle-around one guy and and your slot is 3-3. And now you've made $2 million by investing in yourself in one year. Is that possible? Sure it is. Could you come back to LSU, have a rough season, and see that number drop? That could happen as well. It Ultimately, and I know this is cliche, but it's just going to come down to what does Cole Henry want? Does he want to go start his pro career, take the $1.3 million slot value and move on? Be, join the, the defending World Series champions? Or... Does he want to come back to LSU, make a run at Omaha, and maybe push himself up into round one? That's a decision Cole Henry's going to have to make. My assumption here is the Nationals would not have used this pick on Cole Henry if he did not intend to sign. I don't know that uh, specifically. I'm not giving you any inside information. But in a year like this, it stands to reason that with only five rounds of picks and a limited slot pool of money teams are going to be selective with who they choose and know that the people they choose are the players they choose are going to sign you know Musso and I were looking at JT Ginn just a bit ago from Mississippi State who came off the board and I, I think you, you said you weren't sure if, if he if he'd go you had had, yeah. Tom, had Tommy John first and, rounder out of high school well, turned it down which by the way don't turn down money out of high if you get two million dollars out of high school take your money Marso did the same thing mm-hmm. but either way it's like who who took Gin? Oh Lord, he didn't take Gin. No, he. Oh, well, you don't know that. I mean, I I don't remember who who took him. I got it. Was it the Giants? Mets. Mets. So the Mets and MLB Draft Tracker has the Mets select JT Gin, and they've got Cole Henry's highlights. Stay hot. There you go, MLB Draft Tracker, but. Again, if you're if you're the Mets, you're not taking JT Ginn there at 52 if you don't have assurances that he's going to sign. And look, coming off of Tommy John, if you're going to get a, a seven-figure signing bonus, I think you're going to take that all day. So um, maybe we came into today thinking from LSU's standpoint, the Tigers would get some good news if they were able to, to hang on to Cole Henry. Um, but he goes off the board here today. 55 overall, so that's uh, 18th pick of round two uh, to the uh, to the Washington Nationals. So, uh, congrats to Cole Henry on being drafted 55 overall, seven-figure slot value. Now he's got a decision to make, which it seems like has probably already been made. Uh, meanwhile, Daniel Cabrera still waits, and that's that's the one that's super disappointing because I think it's it's pretty well assumed that Cabrera is. Going is going to go. He's going to sign wherever he's he's drafted. He's going to go play pro ball. He lost out on his opportunity this year in his money year to increase his draft stock. But 
you know, the the other part, you know, we were having this conversation as well off air, was you know, if you're a team, is the fact that you know Cabrera is going to sign, is that one of the reasons maybe why you're seeing him slip? But the flip side of that is if you're bullish on him as a prospect, you take him. You don't let him sit there and wait. So Cabrera is still waiting, though, and is a guy who, um, you know, Paul Maneri, uh said yesterday, and forgive me, I, I can't remember who he was talking to, but I know I, I, I saw the interview with Paul where he said, look, I, I think it might have been with um, with Wilson Alexander, the advocate, where he said, look, Cabrera's best days are ahead of him. And I think that's true. Daniel Cabrera's best days of baseball are ahead of him. And I think he's a surefire major leaguer. He's going to be a big leaguer, and he's got all the tools to be a great big leaguer. Um, because of losing this season and and hitting some speed bumps at times last year, it didn't all come together during Cabrera's uh, two-plus seasons in Baton Rouge. But um, when whenever his name is called here, it, what I would assume would be it's some, sometime soon. Um He'll likely move on to uh, to the next level and, and probably go and have a really great career. So again, the news: uh, Cole Henry just coming off the board, fifty five overall. Uh, that's the eighteenth pick around two to the Washington Nationals. Daniel Cabrera still waits, and to date, only one LSU uh, prospect has heard his name called. That was Drew Romo, who went to the Rockies in the uh, compensatory round A last night, a thirty six overall. Uh, Drew Romo went the the high school thirty five overall to um to the Rockies the high school catcher out of the Woodlands so we'll keep our eye on it as we move here through the five o'clock hour we'll have a full recap of the draft tomorrow and of course Terrio will be with us as well on tomorrow's AFR so we'll make sense of all this so we'll have a much better sense of what the LSU roster will look like next year all right it's after further review glad you're hanging out with us here there are fifteen teams fifteen teams that have a chance to win college football's national championship next year. I'll tell you the metric, which spit out that number, and the 15 teams after the break on AFR. AFR. Brought to you by Williamson Eye Center, WilliamsonEYE.com. Give them a buzz at 924-2020, 924-2020, or WilliamsonEYE.com. The Williamson Eye Center, they are open at all of their locations. They are full service at all of their locations. They're taking all of the necessary precautions at all of their locations. But listen, if you've dreamed of living a life without contacts or glasses, the Williamson Eye Center can make it happen. They did it for me. Had my LASIK done two years ago, still seeing better than 2020. I always feared put a laser on my eye. Come to find out after going through the consultation with Dr. Blake Williamson, LASIK is the safest elective procedure ever. Like, literally ever. Learn more. Educate yourself. And see the world. The Williamson Eye Center. WilliamsonEYE.com. Set up your free consultation. 924-2020 or WilliamsonEYE.com. You happens to us all, but it's our champions of all. The only thing that matters from my loss is if you get back up when you fall, you gotta get up. Tell you happens to us all. After further review with Matt Muscona, presented by the Aesthetic Medicine and Anti Aging Clinics of Louisiana, Baton Rouge, Lafayette, and online at theantiagingclinics.com. ESPN Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria. 
All right, so there are only 15 teams that can win the national championship in college football this year. How do you know? Uh, well, I don't, but this is according to the blue chip ratio. Uh, if you're wondering, hey, man, what's the blue chip ratio? The blue chip ratio is a metric put forth by Bud Elliott at 24-7 Sports. And what he has done over the years is collected the recruiting rankings of teams that have won the national championship. And based on that, he's looked for the, um, the commonality. And what it comes down to simply is to win a national championship, you have to sign more four- and five-star recruits than two- and three-star recruits over the previous four recruiting classes. So again, you have to have a, a, a better than 50% of your class, four and five stars, instead of two and three stars. That's been the case for, it was the case for LSU uh, this past year, as 64% of their uh, scholarship players were either four or five stars. Clemson a year ago, 61%. Bama the year they beat Georgia, 80% of the roster, four and five stars. Clemson in 2016 had 52%. Bama in 2015 was 77%. Back in 2014, Ohio State won the national championship, 68%. Go back to 2013, Florida State, 53%. 2012, Bama um, at 71%. 2011, Bama, 71%. So that's the benchmark. You have to have... More 50% of your roster has to be four and five star recruits. 50% or more of your roster has to have been four or five star recruits. Uh, just because you meet that criteria doesn't mean you will win a national championship, but you cannot win it without that criteria. That is that has certainly been the case. So you might be wondering, what's the list? Well, just for the record, there are 15 teams this year that meet this criteria. So only these 15 teams have a chance of winning the national championship. A year ago, there were 16 teams. And if you're wondering, from 2014 to 2018, the number was 12. All right, here you go. Here's the list, the 15 teams that, based on the blue chip ratio, have a chance to win the national championship in 2020. Alabama at the top of the list with 83%. Next is Georgia at 82% and Ohio State at 80%. After those three, big drop-off. And then you have a clump of five programs. Texas, 64%. LSU, Oklahoma, Clemson, Florida, all at 63%. Then, Michigan, Auburn, Penn State, each at 59%. Notre Dame, 56% of their roster, four- and five-star recruits. University of Washington, 54%. And then, just making it, Southern Cal and Texas A&M, each at 50% on the number. And the really interesting thing is that A&M is the new team in the list.
and A&M made it by the slimmest of margins. They were actually at 49.5%, but the algorithm rounds up. Meanwhile, Florida State and Miami this year punted from this metric 49.4%. So those two out, Texas A&M in, the two teams closest, Tennessee and Oregon, each at 40%. So not quite there, but closer. Um, The most interesting thing on this list for me, of course, we're going to keep an eye on LSU at 63%. So Bama, Georgia, Ohio State, all head and shoulders above everybody else. Then Texas, LSU, Oklahoma, Clemson, Florida. Most interesting to me, I would have figured Clemson would be higher. And I think something this speaks to is just how manageable Clemson's schedule is playing in that league playing in a weak ACC where they are so far head and shoulders above everybody else in that league, it essentially grants them a spot in the playoff every year. They're the only team from the ACC on this list. Same can be said for Oklahoma, the only team from the Big 12 on this list. That's why you continue to see those two teams make it into the playoff every single year. But of course, as I've mentioned, the two teams that I find most interesting in the SEC this year, Florida and Texas A&M, both are on this list. Now, A&M barely on the list, but Florida's right there with an equal roster to LSU as far as the number of four- and five-star recruits, an equal roster to Clemson in Oklahoma. And then there's Texas as well at 64%. So LSU's going to play Alabama, Texas, Florida, Auburn, and A&M. LSU's going to play five of the teams on this list that have a chance of winning the national championship this year. It's interesting. makes a lot of sense, but it also speaks to why recruiting is the lifeblood of college football. So the blue chip ratio, something 24-7 sports puts out, and according to this metric, you have to have at least 50% of your roster being four- and five-star recruits to even have an opportunity to win the national championship. 15 teams meet that criteria, and I would venture a guess that this year's national championship will come from among those 15 yet again. All right, it is after further review. I intended to spend a little bit more time uh, on this, but this actually just broke. uh, Finally, after waiting his turn, uh, Daniel Cabrera's name has finally been called here in the Major League Draft. Uh, The Detroit Tigers have... um, Certainly taking a liking to LSU players of late, but Daniel Cabrera comes off the board 62 overall. So he comes off the board late in round two, the 62nd overall pick uh, to the Detroit Tigers. So Cabrera's weight finally over now as he'll head up to Detroit. Of course, that's where Zach Hess is. Uh, Jacoby Jones is in Detroit. Mikey Matuk was, but now is obviously in Philly. Who else am I missing? They drafted somebody else. Uh, They traded for Lang. Lang, that's right, trading trade for Lang from the Cubs. So Detroit's becoming a nice little uh, haven of uh, former LSU players. Um, and the other interesting thing is that they selected, uh, if you notice on the MLB draft tracker, they selected uh, not Daniel Cabrera. They selected Danny Cabrera. Yeah, I saw that. Saw that. Have I, don't, you, I don't know who that is. Have you ever heard anybody no. refer to him as Danny? Not one time. I would say that they were trying to save space on... Twitter, but they have plenty enough characters yeah. remaining 
And if you were really going to abbreviate, wouldn't you just go with Dan? Dan Cabrera? Well, it's baseball, so you have to add the Y. Oh, that's true. I mean, Touché. come on, Matt. Man, you, you missed it. Wow. That was a missed opportunity. For, you, you'd had the Clyde thing earlier in the show with Mike D, and then you just missed that. You're rubbing off on me. All your screw-ups are starting uh, to bleed I, over to here. I think you're just not back from vacation I yet. think that's probably a big part <laughs> of it, but, man, like, that one was on the proverbial tee yeah. for me. Oh, my God. Congrats to Danny there. Danny's a good guy. Yeah. Danny's a good player. Very. Really good player, that Danny. Danny Cabrera. Happy for Danny. Um, admittedly, I'm a little bummed for him. Uh, was hoping he wouldn't have to wait as long as he did. Uh, here in, um, in the later part of round two. Uh, there was some chatter, having a few conversations with some scouts leading up to the draft that there was some buzz that Cabrera could sneak his way into round one and said he waits in, into round two. Uh, can you check what slot is for Cabrera? 1.1. So 1.1. So he'll. So look, it's still a seven-figure signing bonus, um, which is, is great to see. Um, if he gets over slot, we'll see. Um, but mostly, you know, for, for Cabrera, guy who's a, a local kid who had an opportunity to, to sign out of high school, and just loved LSU. He passed on a ton of money coming out of high school because he wanted to play for the Tigers. He wanted to wear the purple and gold. And uh, had some great moments, certainly the walk-off against Tennessee. But uh, also a guy who wanted to come to LSU to have a chance to win a national championship and you know didn't quite work out that way. Might have had a, a go at it this year had they been able to play the full season. I think undoubtedly he's the guy who missed the biggest opportunity this season by not having the full season here in his money year. But for Daniel Cabrera, still a local guy who uh, goes late in round two. He's got a slot still over a million dollars, a million two, and he's now part of the Tigers organization, which has certainly taken a liking to a lot of former LSU players. All right, after further review, uh, let me knock out a quick break. If you want to join us, you can. We'll continue to react to this. You can tweet the show at Matt Moscona at 1045 hey, ESPN. Thank you, Juice. You can jump in the huddle on the, the Bayou Ford huddle on the 104.5 Baton Rouge app. My goodness, you better hurry up and do that. I mean, today's the 11th. Well, they got nine days left. I mean, the, I think we're in single digits. The clock is ticking on the huddle. It's, uh, it's gone. I actually opened up the huddle last hour to read questions for Mike D, and someone said, Matt never answers the huddle. Like, are you new? Where have you been, man? Goodness. McFly. Got a, got a first time around here. <laughs> you don't get this show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's after further review. Well, I got a quick break. Stay here. It's AFR. AFR. Brought to you by Darren James and Associates. Powered by EXP Realty. Every home listed by every company. All in one place. Agent225.com. Look, amid the coronavirus shutdown, there are a lot of realtors that have had trouble showing homes, and there are a lot of homeowners that have had trouble getting traction on their homes, but not if you listed with Darren James, because Darren James has 3D virtual reality home tours. Darren James has basically set up this technology where you send a link to the house, you download, you hit play, and boom, you're walking through the house. You don't even have to scroll. You just you're watching this video as you 
did virtually walk through the house. 3D virtual reality home tours, courtesy of Darren James. If you need to get your home sold, call the realtor that sells more homes. Call the realtor that invests more in marketing homes every month. Call Darren James. Call Darren James. Get your home sold. After further review with Matt Muscona, presented by the Aesthetic Medicine and Anti-Aging Clinics of Louisiana, Baton Rouge, Lafayette, and online at theantiagingclinics.com, ESPN Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria. All right, cruising along here in the 5 o'clock hour, presented by the Aesthetic Medicine and Anti-Aging Clinics of Louisiana, Blue Bonnet in Baton Rouge, Ambassador Caffrey Lafayette, online, theantiagingclinics.com. Remember hormone replacement therapy. It's something I've talked about for years. Uh, it has worked for me, and it's something that, I don't know, it almost feels like it should. it's taboo to some people, but it's just reality. Every single human being, as we age, we our body produces less of the hormones that contribute to how we feel, and hormone replacement therapy can supplement you to get you to safe, healthy levels. Learn more, theantiagingclinics.com, or go have that free blood test at the Aesthetic Medicine and Anti-Aging Clinics of Louisiana. Let them run your blood labs. I mean, they, they've even like found cancer in some people with some of these blood labs. If you don't have annual blood work done anyway, you should. But this is a great way to find out if there's a way they can safely and affordably supplement you to get you healthier. Again, theantiagingclinics.com, theantiagingclinics.com for the Aesthetic Medicine and Anti-Aging Clinics of Louisiana. So the draft is going on. If you missed it, both Cole Henry... Um, and Daniel Cabrera went within four picks of each other. Uh, Henry went 52, 55. Henry, sorry, Henry went 55, Cabrera went 62. Okay, so seven picks of each other. So Henry 55 uh, to the Nationals. Cabrera goes 62 to the Detroit Tigers. So congrats to each of them for uh, slot value. Uh, Henry was at 1.3, Cabrera's at 1.1. So certainly for Daniel Cabrera, we know that this was the end of the road for him. Cole Henry's going to have a little bit of a tougher decision considering it, his asking was was around $2 million, but uh, that was the, the number that we had heard that he had sort of floated out there, and his slot's 1.3. So we'll see if the Nationals maybe come up and sign Henry over slot, and if they do, they'll probably make that number work for him, and that's my guess is what's going to happen. It's, it's just hard for me to imagine in a year like this where you've only got five rounds and you have to maximize your picks that you're going to take someone that's not going to sign unless if it is just strictly a cost-cutting move where you sign someone you know you're not, where you draft someone you know you're not going to be able to sign in order to save seven figures. So um, I don't think that's the case. I think they're um, they're both going to sign. It'll be interesting to see if uh, they both get over slot money, but congrats to both Cole Henry and uh, Daniel Cabrera. It looks like both of them have played their final game. And the purple and gold, but congrats to them both on a on a great opportunity. But it is after further review. Glad to have you aboard with us here. We'll keep our eye on this. Meanwhile, uh, Major League Baseball uh, Commissioner Rob Manfred said on Sports Center that unequivocally baseball is going to be played. They're still waiting on on a a possible scenario for them to get back on the field. Uh, here was Manfred on Sports Center talking about what the next move is for MLB and for the Players Association. Yes, Carl, we're going to be uh, making a responsive proposal to the proposal that we received late last night. Uh, 
Um, it will be another significant move in the players' direction in terms of the salary issue that has kept us apart. And we're hopeful that it will produce reciprocal movement from the Players' Association that we'll see a number other than 100% on salary and some recognition that 89 games, given where we are in the calendar in the course of the pandemic, is not realistic. The Players Association uh, presented an 89-game schedule, and Manfred continues to say that they want concession on money, and it doesn't seem like the players are going to do that. You know, we talked to Mikey Matsuk on the show earlier in the week, and Mikey's been very proactive. All Any player in Major League Baseball who's wanted to be on those player-led uh, conference calls could be on it. Mikey's done that, and he said, look, his feeling was they'd get a deal done by the end of this week. I guess in his mind, he knew that Major League Baseball was going to make the presentation that they did or the proposal that they did the counter, I I don't know that he anticipated the, the owners balking the way that they apparently have. It just feels like baseball is not close. And, and I, I'm I'm just going on instinct and intuition watching how this negotiation is going on and understanding the negotiation, both sides have to give a little. Right? I mean, that's that's the nature. Like you put out an offer, it's rejected, the counter. I mean, as long as counters are happening you're working towards some middle ground, but it just doesn't feel like either side is conceding. They're, they're essentially countering with the same offers. So I, I hope something happens for baseball's sake that we move toward the end of this disagreement because if you don't, and then you've got a new CBA coming up as well, you could even have a further labor dispute. Baseball could be a far ways away. Basketball, meanwhile, felt like they were about to play and the flip side of it is now Woj was on SportsCenter saying players are kind of hesitant to start back. There isn't a consensus right now. And actually, Woj said on uh, on SportsCenter that some of them have issues and concerns about, about their loved ones. Listen, for a lot of players, there are family concerns. There are certainly concerns about COVID. Uh, there are concerns uh, about a number of issues built around having to go inside that bubble you know, many of them for five weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, two and a half, three months, especially, Kevin, you hear it more and more among the teams who know or certainly believe they're not really going there to compete to win a champion. It's rare that you would ever hear a an NBA player acknowledge they're not going to compete for a championship. It's rare that you hear any professional athlete acknowledge that they're not going to compete for a championship. I'll tell you this, like the Pelicans would seem to fall in that mix, right? I don't think anyone here realistically thinks that New Orleans could win an NBA championship this year. I, I don't. I don't think they could win a championship this year. However, I think there's tremendous value for New Orleans going to Orlando in this restart of the league and going to play games and going to see if they can play their way into a postseason. I, I want to see that. I want to see Zion, and certainly the league wants to see Zion. But for the future of the organization, I think it's critical that you go play and get this type of experience. Yeah, I'd love it if you were playing in you know, meaningful games in a traditional sense and in front of, in front of uh, packed stadiums and venues. But either way, I, I want Zion to play. I want to see the league continue, and I want to see him back out there. One more from Woj, though. The other thing he said that they're considering is the word from key players, like some of the, the more prominent players in the league. Well, Kevin, I, I think that, you know, teams right now, you know, for the most part, 
they have not gotten direct word, especially from key players, that they're not going or don't want to play. And I think a lot of these players, Kevin, many of them may decide to still go in and play. Uh, but there's sort of a moment of truth here as the league and the union are just finishing up the details. Uh, they're getting ready to announce all the protocols that are going to go into this uh, return uh, in in Orlando. And I think for players, they understand this is a moment in time where they've got to talk this out and make a decision uh, for themselves, certainly, uh, about what might make best sense for them individually, for their families. All right, so Woj talking about what's to come here with, uh, with the NBA. Certainly an interesting time, man. All right, it is uh, after further review. We're brought to you by GMFS Mortgage and GMFSMortgage.com. We will do a best person in sports and what we learned in just a quick second. Uh, GMFS Mortgage, what an awesome time to call GMFS Mortgage. One of the benefits amid this uh, pandemic has obviously been lower interest rates, which means for many people, they have been able to reshape their financial uh, situation. Uh, rates are at historic low levels. So it is a great time to get in touch with your local lending expert at GMFS Mortgage. See if they can lower your interest rate and lower your monthly mortgage payment. I mean, what if you could essentially give yourself a raise by paying less on your monthly mortgage? Or maybe you're looking to, to buy a home or, or build a home. They have great construction loans as well. Which, whatever it may be, start by contacting your local lending expert at gmfsmortgage.com. The office nearest you, gmfsmortgage.com. Get in touch with your local lender, and they will be your lender for life. GMFS Mortgage, changing lives. It is after further review. Um, I want to tell you all about something, because several of you have asked. Um, over the past couple of days, I've had on uh, the desk with me here, my uh, my little friend, this is uh, Roni the Tiger. Paul's going to get a tight shot on here. If you're watching, you'll see. Uh, this is a uh, Tiger painting with the AFR. It, the Tiger is wearing glasses, and it's got the AFR logo in the glasses. The painting was done by my friend Shelly Brown, uh, Tomplay. And you've heard Toby Tomplay, who is th has done the After Further Review um, sort of riff that you've heard at the intro of the hours and, uh, and the end of the, uh, the hours. Well, well... Good friends of mine, you've actually heard their work before because the two of them have done a bunch of jingles. So, um, uh, K to Z window coverings that you've heard here. K to Z window coverings. That's that's Toby and Shelly. Um, I like that one. That's a good one. They did, um, uh, oh, they did uh, Janny King. Janny King. Oh, I like Janny that one too. King, yeah. the King, King of Clean. Clean. That's a them as well. One. So anyway... They do gigs all over town, and you've probably seen them play gigs all over town. Well, when COVID happened, basically, they lost that, that income. So what they started doing, and Shelly's a very talented artist. Her art's in places all over town, um, and they're, they're both really good musicians. They started playing Facebook Live concerts, and Shelly would paint live, and they would auction on Facebook the painting. Well, her painting is this tiger, and she called it Roni, obviously a play on Corona. But the Tiger's wearing glasses, and in the reflection of the glasses, every week has been something different. So like one year, one week it was the Heisman, one week it was the National Championship Trophy. Um, a couple of weeks ago, amid all the protests, they did the peace sign. That's the one, if you're watching, there it is right there. And I actually won that auction. So that the one that full-size canvas that she did, that's coming home to my house. Well, but I asked they asked me if I would come be a guest because they're starting to have guests on the um on their Sunday Facebook Live concerts, 
and they asked me if I would come in. I was like, under one condition. I want an AFR Roni. So oh, anyway. That's, so, are you going to sing? Uh, I don't, I'm not going to sing. I might sing. Yeah, I might sing. What else are you going to do? Well, I'll play guitar. I did, okay. I did talk to Toby. Okay. I'll bring my guitar. Um, but anyway, so, so Shelly made me this. AFR Roni and it's real it's awesome it's got the the AFR logo in the glasses so Roni's joining us here on set for AFR uh in perpetuity I'm fired up for it and by the way this, so this uh Sunday if you're hanging out and you want to take part the um uh the live painting auction this Sunday uh featuring yours truly will be at 6:30 I'm trying to get this for you here uh 6:30 um on Facebook Live, it's on Toby's Facebook Live page, but don't worry. Like I'll uh, I'll share the page as well. But you can go like Toby Tomplay, T O M P L A Y, or Shelly Brown Art is her page. But either way, we'll share the link so you can see it. Uh, Toby and Shelly will be singing. Shelly will be painting. I don't know what the reflection in Roni's glasses will be this Sunday. I'm sure she's decided, but I don't know yet. Uh, but we'll have a good time, man. You might even get to hear me make fun of myself and uh, make a fool of myself and try to play guitar with someone who's actually really talented and good at doing it. You going to tune in? Yep. I'm going to look for content for the show. Might get a few drops out of it or something. I mean, I give you plenty enough as it is. I know, but... You know, the best at that was Rivers. It was like she was yeah. always just... He was always, always lurking. She was always lurking and waiting for me to do something. Even if, it, if I didn't mind... Well, I never really minded, but in the content of the show, and then she'd flip it without context to make me look dumb. But then again, I made myself look dumb, look dumb a good bit. I'm good with that, though. What? No, I'm just saying, yeah. Okay. Hey, why don't you say fixin' to again in a sports center update? I probably will. How did we graduate from the same journalism school? You're out here saying fixin' to. You're on air saying. To be honest. They're, they're fixin' to start round two. Been doing this with you now for a little over a year. If that's the first time you've heard me mess up grammatically, I think we're doing pretty good. I mean, I obviously it's obviously definitely do not it. the first time. But you were doing. But this is also new with you doing the top of the hour hits there because because ESPN has like canceled their sports centers because of all of the. Uh, Bring it back. What are we doing? I know, right? We're fixing to get Musso to keep messing yeah. up the English language. Fixing it. And then we went right into Mike Dettelier. Oh, I was he like, roasted like, me, hey, too. <laughs> Gotta love it. Oh, man, it's so good. All right, it's time for further review. Glad you're hanging out. We'll wrap up. We're presented by the Aesthetic Medicine and Anti-Aging Clinics of Louisiana. We'll wrap up next with Best Person in Sports and what we learned. Thanks for being here. Stick around. AFR. Brought to you by Pluckers Nicholson. Blue Bonnet. Dine in or carry out. Was chatting with the King of the Wings, Steve Levy, early t- earlier today, as a matter of fact. Really cool to see things starting to get back on track over at Pluckers. And it's so many great restaurants around town. But you know my affinity for Pluckers. I've told you before, back in 2007, uh, Steve Levy at Pluckers was the first business owner ever to ask me to endorse their business. And I've been super loyal since. And they've grown, and it's been so much fun to watch Pluckers go from the Nicholson location to Nicholson and Blue Bonnet to watch them continue to grow. And I highly encourage you, man, if you need dinner plans tonight, get by Pluckers. You need lunch plans tomorrow if you're finally back at work, but you need something, Pluckers. You could dine in, or, of course, you can call ahead, place your order, and carry it out to take it home or to the office. Pluckers, 24 flavors of award-winning jumbo chicken wings. Go dine in, eat some wings, drink some beer, watch some sports on TV. You got golf back. You got NASCAR. You finally got some sports back, and you can go watch it at Pluckers, where if you don't like our wings, we'll give you the bird. 
Tell them that's what we're ready for. War. Tell them that's what we're ready for. War. Bringing that to competitors. Do we see the confetti fall? Be ready for war. Tell them that's what we're ready for. After further review with Matt Muscona, presented by the Aesthetic Medicine and Anti-Aging Clinics of Louisiana, Baton Rouge, Lafayette, and online at theantiagingclinics.com, ESPN Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria. All right, wrapping up hour number three, wrapping up the show. Down the stretch we come, is what I should actually say. A final segment here on a Thursday edition of AFR presented by the Aesthetic Medicine and Anti-Aging Clinics of Louisiana. A Blue Bonnet, Baton Rouge, Ambassador Caffrey in Lafayette and online at theantiagingclinics.com. Uh, love to do best person in sports. How about this? Um, let's give the NFL a, uh, a tip of the cap. The NFL has pledged to donate a quarter billion dollars over the next 10 years to, uh, as they put it, combat systemic racism and support the battle against the ongoing and historic injustices faced by African-Americans. So the NFL owners have stepped up to collectively donate a quarter billion dollars. Um, And you can say whatever you want. You can say that it's something that they maybe felt compelled to do because of backlash or public outcry, whatever the case may be. It it doesn't matter. The, The reason why is irrelevant. The net positive of doing the right thing is always a good thing, regardless of the intent. So, tip of the cap. What a giant step. All right, it's after further review. Glad that you're here with us. We always like to wrap up uh, with what we learned. Again, if you just joined us, uh, Cole Henry... Today, selected 55 overall to the Washington Nationals. Seven picks later, Daniel Cabrera went to uh, the Detroit Tigers, 62 overall. Both are expected to sign and having some conversations in the break. Uh, Both are hopeful that they might actually be able to get over slot value. So if that's the case, Henry slotted at 1.3, Cabrera slotted at 1.1. Both might even be able to make a little bit more than that. But and you did say Musa that you had a, what report did you say? Uh, Mark Zuckerman covers the Nationals and he said that uh, he, Cole Henry told them that he expects to sign. Sure, Washington. it it completely makes sense. I, I like we've talked about all day. I, I don't know how a team uses a draft pick on a player in a five round draft without assurances that 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 player was going to sign. So, in any event, um, congrats to both those guys for uh, for hearing their names called and having an opportunity here on a, a, a big moment in their life. All right, what did we learn today? Musso, you fire away. What did you learn? I learned that only 15 teams have a shot to win the college football national championship and nobody else should show up besides those 15. Well, the other's got to show up. Nah. He's got to make money. Um, are you buying the 15? You buying I, that, I think, you buying I think that metric? Merit. Yeah, I think there's some merit to the metric. I do. I mean, it, it was the uh, blue chip... They called it the blue, the blue chip ratio. ratio. 24-7 sports put that out. The blue chip ratio. Essentially, what their metric says is that more than half half your roster, 50% of your roster, you have to have more four and five star players than two and three star players on your roster to even have an opportunity to win the national championship. And that has played out dating all the way back to twenty to twenty eleven. So there's only 15 teams in college football that, according to that metric, even have a chance to win the national championship. Uh, and LSU has to play five of them. Uh, Paulie, what did you learn today? 
I learned that the Detroit Tigers have apparently drafted someone named Danny Cabrera. Danny Cabrera. Really, really solid player, that Danny. You know, you just, like we talk about all the time, it can't be a baseball name if it doesn't have a Y at the end. Now you're going to go back got to that? Got to. Really? Well, I got to make amends. After you whiffed on it earlier? Amends. I got to make amends. Danny. I don't know Danny. Danny Cabrera. But congrats to him, though. What'd you learn, Matt? Um, I learned that you cheated your way through journalism school. Not true. That's what I learned. That's not true That's at all. That's what I learned today. That is factually I inaccurate. That you cheated your way through J school. Nope. Because there is no way that you and I should both be proud alums of LSU's Manship School of Mass Communication. Couldn't be prouder. I because could not be prouder. I am a very proud alum as Love I worked place. very hard to so earn my degree. You, however, nope. must have cheated your way through. That is factually inaccurate. Did you get someone else to take the tests for no. you? Did you get someone else to work to on all, did, to all of the projects that you had to do? Your feature story, nope. everything long form. Did you just pay nope. someone else to do that for you? No. Nope. I mean, did someone write your copy and then you just stood there and did the stand up? Like, how did this work, Musso? No, I, because I clearly you cheated your way through. Not true. Not true. It was a slip. A slip. That's not a slip. That's that a slip. that's deeply ingrained in your being, is what that is. Nope, it's a slip. Deeply ingrained. Slip. Put on the pole, Musso. Was it a slip or is it well, deeply? We don't have time for that today, Matt. <laughs> All right, we're getting out of here. Musso, Paul, thanks so much. Y'all have an awesome night. We'll see you tomorrow at three for a Friday AFR. AFR. Brought to you by South Point Volkswagen and SouthPointVW.com. New and certified pre-owned in Baton Rouge and online at SouthPointVW.com. If you are in the market for a new vehicle, or you might be in the market for a new vehicle, get on by and see our friends at South Point Volkswagen. It is an awesome time. Atlas S for $319 a month. Jetta, $189 a month. Tiguan, the compact SUV, $219 a month. What are you paying right now for your clunker? Or are you overpaying for that hood ornament? Stop. Nine different IIHS top safety picks, all the style, the feel of luxury, all the technology without the price. And it's manufactured in the USA at their Tennessee plant, so you're supporting American jobs as well. South Point Volkswagen, Louisiana's largest volume Volkswagen dealer, airline just north of Highland, South Point Volkswagen. What's your direction?